It's that time. We're back. What's up, everybody? You know who I am. I'm not through the intro. Fuck all that. It is not important. I'm here. You're here. My guest is here. He's my favorite metal vocalist. He's probably the most down-to-earth dude I know. Happens to be quite handsome as well. And he's also my favorite Twitch streamer. So, so I don't think I've had a guest check off that many milestones all at once. So I could sit here and tell you where I've been and what I've been up to. I still got Bell's palsy. I'm still living my life. Still having a good time, but I love this show. I took a nice long break, and I'm really happy that my first guest back is the one and only Adam Warren. Adam, <laughs> what up? How are we doing, baby? You, you, I don't. You need to fucking get into pro wrestling and be like a manager at least. That was a. I was watching that, and I was like, that was just a clean ass promo right there. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> I would love that. So maybe maybe I'll have to call Zicky Dice and be like, hey, you need a manager or what, dude? Or maybe I just need to get my black ass into pro wrestling. Bro, there's some good schools up in your neck of the woods, dude. Are there in Utah? Yeah. Yeah, there's there's uh I'll have to look, I'll look it up for you. And then there's a couple good ones over there up, you know, in the in the Pacific Northwest. Whoa. How many years do you think I'd have look, with it with you know, if I got myself um, oh, bro, you, shape, could, you could get at least 15 out, bro. 15 without without feeling like shit after it yeah without feeling like shit and then also you know you uh you probably i mean you you barely look like you've aged since i met you so you'll probably continue that you know what i mean oh so, no so i'm gonna have like benjamin button syndrome <laughs> i'm gonna start looking like a baby as i get older yeah that's even True better baby. dude just imagine a baby wrestler dude beating the shit out of everybody <laughs> a fat baby that's gonna, <laughs> gonna look like well well adam my friend thank you for coming on the show i appreciate you um thanks this for having is, me this is just what i do joel cupcake live i just have guests from all my walks of life you know i'm a, i'm a man that does well let's be honest i do too many things in my life so here, here, here we are here we are uh for those of you that don't know adam uh he is a superstar on switch he's a partner you can look him, look him up at Adam on Earth underscore. Uh, he sings for probably like one of the top three deathcore bands in the world, Oceano. <laughs> I, uh, know <laughs> I, I mean, I, that's my personal list, and it's my show, Adam. So I don't really. All care right, all right, all right, all right. If, if the watchers, listeners, viewers, you know, I, I don't, I don't care if they agree. If it makes them at least check it out, then fair. I, I mean, they'll check it out. I mean, if they don't know who Oceano is, they've been living under a fucking rock, but. That's not the point, you know. Um, but you know what? More importantly, Adam and I have been friends since what, 2008? Yeah, about, yeah, like that. Yeah, it's like the first tours and stuff. Yeah, because I know I, I met you in like 07, I want to say, at California Metal Fest. Ah, yes. With, with Ash and the girls. Yeah, I met you. I met you there. <laughs> Ash and the girls. No, like, 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 like. Like, like I know. ladies and little girls, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. I mean. It's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. it's like a cool. That's a cool title. Like that's not like a band. Oh, you know <laughs> what it is? It's like they're like a doo wop group, dude. <laughs> yeah, so I met you there, but then we and then we toured together a few years later. I've gotten the pleasure of booking Oceano a few times, but uh, you, you know, Adam, I, I I gotta know. You know, this show is all about having fun and shooting the shit, and I, I want like I want the deets, man. Like, how did you? A, a beautiful man from Chicago get into the metal scene. Like, like what was your, what was your experience? 
it was kind of mm. like I don't know, it kind of like it's like how like you know they say like the, the universe was created, it just kind of was came out of nothing, literally nothing more okay. than just this happened to like I don't know, man. Like I just I never like had really any friends. I just made friends with some kids. Essentially, the core of it was I made friends with some some kids in middle school when I moved, and uh, they were into metal and i probably had heard like some rock you know i'm not like i wasn't ignorant to the different styles of music as a kid it just was i didn't listen to music at all i i was doing like creative stuff so mm-hmm. i didn't listen i didn't listen to music at all at all until uh middle school and yeah they were they were into like slipknot and like nine inch nails and limp is all you know all the new metal yeah. and all the stuff and all the good all the good stuff yeah yeah totally totally good stuff um but i latched on to slipknot the most and that kind of just catapulted to listening to more music in in that genre and then heavier bands coming into like you know metalcore came out and just kind of just really immersing and learning that and getting into that and then that just led to you know obviously you want to like sing it that's how i would see it is like you know as much as people like sing in the shower you know sing uh, yeah i would figure you're know, like well i want to sing along to some of this metal shit that i'm listening to too so that's what became to just like practicing vocals it wasn't anything more than just to like be able to do something comparable to what i was listening to so i could sing it you know and like rock yeah. out with it and stuff and so out of that i was like oh you know that's pretty that's pretty cool and um from there just led into the, my first couple local bands and stuff and then oceano and that's how kind of metal fully encapsulated me that, that's awesome that's awesome and oceano formed in chicago but is that where you're originally from yeah i'm from i i just i have to say honestly i say chicago just because like, i've just been all over you know like so yeah chicago is where the band started from most specifically like nor- northwest suburbs or north mm, okay. but um but over the over the years just you know the different members and stuff it's just easier to say chicago too. oh no yeah trust me i, I get it <laughs> well so I, you know how it is from north from northern california everybody you're either from the bay or sac you know yeah. you don't specify unless you're one of the kids like me where you're from santa cruz and then you're like yeah i'm from santa cruz yeah <laughs> But yeah, dude, no, I get it. That's dude, that's tight. That's tight. Well, you know, what 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 drew you to to the metal scene? Like what drew like what, when did you guys start Oceano? Like was that just a fun project or was it like did you know you wanted to do like try to make metal your career or like what? Uh well, I got in Oceano. It's just it's just it's just circumstances and right place, right time and, and knowing when the pivot, honestly, not really knowing when the pivot, just going for it, really <laughs> <laughs> just going. It was what is going for it, really. But yeah, um, yeah. I was in a, in a band already and the Oceano existed. Um, I, it, it, I'm in the band now, so this might sound like I'm talking trash on my own band, but I don't really care because I am. Like, it, it, I don't think it was very good, and I, and you know, even at that point, probably a little prior to that, I wasn't even that good. So it was like it was like a it was like a joining of forces. That I feel to kind of step it up a little bit. Um, it was like so, it was like you all had potential, and then yeah, you realized that like together. Like, yeah, because I got picked up through just a circumstance of I just happened to, I was a big <laughs> AOL Instant Messenger kid. I was I was like I was on all that shit when AOL came out. 
I was on yeah. it. So I, I, I happened. Mean, to... I mean, I mean, who wasn't? Like, yeah. Like, look at our Adrian. Like, like if you weren't on MySpace and AOL, like why? Like why were you at shows? You were definitely yeah. not the cool kid. I guess yeah. In. You know if what you're I mean? In the like, scene, like, if you're in the scene, you were, you were on it at that yeah, time. Yeah, like 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 we all did, dude. Like I, yeah. that's why I'm still called Joel Cupcake in, at the age of, the ripe age of 35, bro. <laughs> because like I I literally I tried to ch- change my Instagram handle from that once, Adam, to use like my normal name. Yeah, and it was like the fucking world ended, bro. Like <laughs> all like my friends that don't even call me that were like, "The fuck are you doing? Like you good? What's wrong?" Hey, you good? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, all right, all right. I just I can't escape it at this point in time. Not that I want to, but anyways, continue, continue. Sorry. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I I ended up just making friends with the one of the guitarists of Oceano at the time, Jeremy. And I think we just we kind of bonded through. He saw that my name was my like screen name was Killswitch nine one six, and so like he was like, oh, I love Killswitch, you know, and like. Cause we exchanged like aim or what aim, uh, whatever it's screen names. And yeah, that's kind of how it started. We just like, we bonded on like metal core really, you know, like, cause mm-hmm. metal core was still fresh, you know, at the time, yeah. you know, even though there was like a, a grind core like death core band in Chicago, also like brewing, you know, it was like, I felt like ocean at that time was just like in the cracks, you know, like a spider just in the cracks. Mm-hmm still trying to you know like just build up enough energy to really come out like that's how it was so he we just bonded on that and they just it was really quick you know like because i mean they're we're all young but like yeah it was was just like they had they had a few vocalists they ran through a few you know this is like high school band you know i was a little older yeah so like you know they ran through a few vocalists in a matter of a couple weeks to months you know and then just they're locking in the lineup you know and like uh the, like the bassist went on vocals and then like that didn't work out and then so they were like they need a vocalist and that's when i was just like he was just like hey you want to try out for the band you know and then i was like yeah sure because i like i liked the potential of it you know yeah after after i saw it after it sucked <laughs> like like when it when it started to sound a little bit more <laughs> And it oh, started to sound a little bit more like uh like like it, it started to get the balls of acacia strain you know mm-hmm. that's when i was like yeah because i was really i was really into acacia strain at the time i still well, am, and, but... I, and i talked to the, i talked to a lot of people about this on the show like i love the like i call it mosh metal era but like the pre-deathcore era like before there was a name for it you know yeah you had, like old acacia strain you had the fucking ion, you had fucking i mean most people don't appreciate ion dissonance anymore but like, yeah. If that band came out now, they'd literally be on top of the world. I'd be you in know jail. What I mean, <laughs> dude. The first time I saw that band, Adam, it was at. Do you remember the fucking compound in Albuquerque? <laughs> yeah, I saw them there. Whoa, them that's there. a war zone type of venue. Uh, point in case, dude. I saw them there. They played whatever that intro riff to minus the herd is. Like they start playing it, and you know it does that little like, and he hits the symbol, and then the, yeah. the riff goes off. The bass player literally like headbanged and just kicked a dude square in the forehead. Just just some <laughs> random dude at the front of the crowd. I was like, "What the fuck is going on right now?" And like that was what that was back in the days when you had like the wild bands touring together, bro. Like yeah. that tour was Ion Dissonance through the eyes of the dead with the OG Ooh, singer nice. and Ed and Ed Gein, bro. Like Ooh. I was like wild lineup so there was like a super eclectic fan base there i was there because arsonist jumped on the show somehow oh that's sick 
and so like those four bands together make negative sense together you know what i mean <laughs> yeah but but it, dude it was tight like the first time i saw iron d i was like like i'd already known who they were but i was like this shit is just it's just rude like there's no other way to say it you know yeah but like we you know you grew up in that time with me man i mean like i'm from the base like i had animosity in the backyard taste of blood or in yeah. the backyard no. you know what i mean and then there's like you know you know i i i'm the big simp for moria the band from out here yeah you know what i mean like but they fit in that category too and then you have you've got like see you next tuesday you have uh damn what's that other band from out from out your direction uh like something with robots dude <laughs> why can i not Robot. remember like they used to they used to play uh what is that dirt fest and stuff like that like you had a lot of those bands mm-hmm. there's a lot of like the grind like slam weird crossover shit that was like real big in the midwest and it's like people don't realize that like deathcore is like a new term you know yeah it's like we got this we literally got to watch it happen bro i don't know is that uh, is it good or is it good or bad because now where are we at now i mean it's still here i mean you know look at look at you got bands like body snatcher slaughter to prevail spite all like killing the game you still got the bands like you guys i mean i don't really consider suicide Sounds deathcore anymore but um they're, yeah, more, they're... they're more like a metal band <laughs> oh not in, like a bad way you know I, what i mean like i, like, I wouldn't want to hear that <laughs> well you know what and eddie eddie I'll, I'll i'll buy him a beer it's fine dude like if he watches this which he won't you know you know like they have a lot of the new metal influence and they've gone back a little bit more yeah. to their roots but it's they're, you know I mean, they're more like kill switch engaged than they are like fucking despised icon. That's all I'm going to say about that. You know what I yeah. mean? I feel like a lot of a lot of bands that have tried to that have have been doing like an evolution out of deathcore, kind of blending in some other styles. Uh, just a random thought. I feel like they a lot of the bands really damned themselves because of the name choices. Though the name choices are sick for deathcore, it makes it really yes. hard for like you know like if if you have nothing against them you know but just like i always thought about this like white chapel under like i don't know think of like some huge you know like like i don't know daughtry or some shit you know like it kind of would be like cool but then like normal people are gonna be like oh white chapel click 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 and then they're gonna see what the origin of white chapel is they're like jack the ripper oh my god what's going on i think you're like i'm way too scared of this shit <laughs> they need to do what they, what they need to do is do white chapelle they need to just add another l oh. and do that little accent you know like and all and, all moved, and then they and then they all move to paris and then they're good dude <laughs> like it's great dude it's great i can see i can see most of those boys living living out there you know yeah. what i mean oh my white god chapelle. That, that would oh gosh that flow off the tongue gr- beautifully it would just roll right out of the mouth. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but no, you, you know what? You're right with like the name crossovers. Like, I think one of the smarter bands of our time is our boys. We're both friends with them. The Volumes guys. Yeah, great name. You know, because that band has like, they've progressed. Every album has sounded a little bit different. And, you know, now they're doing tours that they probably wouldn't have done 10 years ago. And yeah. they're they're more accepted because that name Volumes and even their logo, they've it's never been like some wildly obtruse like brutal metal logo that you can't read you yeah. know like they've always had this clean artistic they're, flair to them they're they're different i don't know if any if anyone hears this in my humble opinion i think that volumes is one of like the most special bands in like our scene because of how like i always talk about this but I, I, what last me on him was like 
those boys are like the vibe of what I see when I played Cali shows, you know, like the swag, mm -hmm. you know, because mm -hmm. when yeah. there's, there's, you know, you're talking about regions, all the different regions, you know, had different styles, different kind of tendencies and shit. And like, yeah, I noticed, you know, coming over to the West Coast a lot, you had still like the fucking influence of, you know, like that, that like Compton style, you know, mm -hmm. like the old school mm -hmm. 90s Compton style in the hardcore scene, because like the hardcore kids would go to every show, you know, they didn't really like, yeah. They would go to like slam, hardcore, metal. If it, if they fuck with it, they fuck with it. And that was the coolest yeah. thing is like if you have those kids that are like that, like the kids that kind of dress like volumes and shit, I felt and look had that vibe. If you had those kids at the show, you know that like you're like doing something right because they don't they don't yeah. fuck with just anything. It's got to be like way. Yeah. No, no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> you're right. That's that's yeah. And plus, I mean, now they got. Like, let's just talk about it for a second. I mean, dude, Mike Mike Terry is immensely, as a vocalist, underrated. You know what I yeah. mean? I I happen to enjoy partying with the man as well. But, <laughs> you know, like, as a vocalist, I mean, like, let's be honest, bro. That self-titled Bear Your Dead record is is one of the best records ever put out. Like, of any band trying to do the, like, new metal-esque sound, yeah. you know, that came from our scene. Let's just put it like that. That self-titled record was, like, fire, dude. At least in my opinion, I think I think you know you and me are boys, so we'll just we'll just throw throw we'll throw the tongues which way, but not like make it out. <laughs> I mean, like talking. <laughs> no, <laughs> we'll we'll make out too. No, but I I I hot take. I think that you know true like music. The music fans that are in the metal scene, like white people, like them some silky soulful voice in their metal. I mean, think about it. Think not, about it. Not, I mean, you're. I'm not going to argue with you. Look at why do you Goated? think Killswitch Engage? Yep, I was going to say. Yeah, I'll yeah, say yeah, why yeah. do you think Killswitch Engage is one of the biggest bands on the face of the planet? And like, Goated. no disrespect to to the current lineup, but we all know like that soothing voice that Howard Jones had is what put that band on top. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Holy Diver is potentially the best cover ever. Literally, just because it's Howard Jones singing it. Yeah, he cracked that one. He's fucking. He, yeah. Like, like, do you know how many people I know that like don't exist in our world? What? And I mentioned Kill Switch and Gates. They're <laughs> like, oh, that's the band that did the Holy Diver cover, right? And I'm like, how the fuck? Like, you have zero exposure to the metal world, and even you know that. You know what I mean? Like, but yes, we do love it. I love it. Yeah. I think even like I mean, and, and not even taking taking like the color out of it, like issues one of my favorite bands like oh I'm yeah you love that you love that band yeah. you're you you yeah. are you sent that band hard dude i know I, this I, I, i'm you know i'm worried about them but i think they're they're all right but you know i i you know they're one of my favorites so i hope they get someone comparable <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah no, i don't I, know the, the, the r&d vibes oh dude i, I love the art like it's that west coast culture is just different man you know it's mm -hmm. one of the things i love about being from out here and it has, its, it has, you know, for better or for worse, there are definitely some elements of it that bleed over that I'm like, oh, God damn it. But <laughs> you know what I mean? It's all it's all good, dude. It's it's, it's fun. It's a good ass time. But um, yeah, man, we got we got real off off track. I just started going <laughs> off about deathcore and pre deathcore and, and all hey, that stuff. So so what, what so what would you say? Like when you guys were, were honing in that Oceano sound, like what were mm -hmm. some of your guys's influences? 
influences back uh, then not now not now i don't yeah, want to yeah. talk about adam now i want to talk about like little b little bb fuck him fuck him fuck him all right <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> fuck you adam oh this would be like the kid this so this would be like the kid me looking at the adult me and being like ah, fuck you like that yeah, exactly exactly here how cool you are all right yes uh, exactly you, you literally nailed that perfectly that's the vibe <laughs> i want uh we i i guess because we have to do one of those you know like for fans of on the on the mm-hmm. depths album um but i'm gonna go, try and go off of like what i remember like the dudes you know like being into mm-hmm. and i think just 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 briefly to describe it because i don't want to like band or two won't really do it justice so i'll quickly um jeremy the guitarist for or at the time of depths and prior uh so jeremy was into like like I, here's what i'll say i remember jeremy would always wear um like cannibal corp shirts cat he had mm. some of the oldest like coolest um cattle decap shirts like oh, i remember okay. he had like he had like the, the i remember the one shirt he wore a lot it was like bukaki tsunami <laughs> cattle decap <laughs> and it was just like this is disgusting this is okay yeah <laughs> but the shirt yeah. had like little 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 cow spermies and like like tsunami and like a cow spermies in a rain raining down and like humans and stuff i think their like skin was like fucking melting and shit <laughs> yeah which that was just side note seeing that type of merch was what kind of influenced the certain like eras of oceano merch was like i knew the dudes were like and i was like oh this is so cool you know those the art with just the super just crazy fucking scenarios yeah. going on i love that shit all right anyways sorry <laughs> so <laughs> That's very much explains Jeremy's vibe. He was totally into he was into some of the most underground, like grind and like death metal and shit. He he was not just he was not just he was a scene kid at heart, but he knew his shit. And yeah. um and then so at the time in the band, so then Andy uh or Andrew, he was into he was kind of like me, he was into like really like moshy stuff, like like heavy occasion strain stuff, but then he also like loved like probably you know, probably stuff around the lines of like Gojira, but obviously okay. Meshuga, so you know, so he's still very knowledgeable on like the stuff that really, really fucking is like sick. Um, well, let's be honest, if you're in a metal band and you don't fuck with Meshuga, like what are you, <laughs> what are you like what are you doing? Like I don't yeah. I don't care I don't care if that upsets people with that statement. Like, <laughs> no, it's I I, I, would, I can like, lie with that. Yeah, there's there's some certain there's some certain like totems of metal that if you at least can't appreciate them, you know, you're going to get judged a little bit. Yeah. And that they're one. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, uh, Andrew was in like stuff like that. um, And also like he was in like a lot of like eclectic stuff like he he was one of those guys like it's not it's not a jab at all. But he was like one of those guys where he was like trying hard to do so or not. He'd be like the guy that would like. He'd go to like drink wine by himself and then like, you know, chill at like a bar and then like in one ear have like some fucking like some some black metal playing, you know, like, I don't know, just just yeah. because like he just do like weird shit, but he would like his his music taste was pretty solid. It was um, I think it was one of the solid groundings for the the like the bringing the beef era of oceano was him he was he had a lot of vibes in him that was that was that was the era i met you wasn't it yeah 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 um and then uh drummer at the time of like depths um era was a uh, danny and he was it was a great mix of like 
influence i'll say that like looking at it outward or outside in great mix um so danny was more into like underground underground punk ska like hardcore you know both the the heavyweights of hardcore and the underground shit you know like and and he also he was just into anything but he wasn't as like in into uh death metal from the jump you know he i feel like he yeah. was getting more into it and he played in this band jerome and i remember i knew him i met him before when he was in this other band i don't know what it's called but it was uh he was in a hardcore band and i mm-hmm. saw him in, in my hood you know further away from where he's from and then uh, maybe a couple months later i saw him in another band and, yeah. and it was jerome and he was fucking insane for that time and that age for that you know how early deathcore was if it was even there like just he was going he was he dude he sucked you know like in the hardcore band and then in jerome he was like you know like he was drastically different drummer. yeah 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 and i was like oh my god like he was sick um and so i think he he had a lot of that hardcore kind of like influence and in, in kind mm-hmm. of like that solid in the pocket hardcore type it, yeah thing. in the pocket like very snappy like yeah 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 he added he had that and then when he got more into like death metal and shit then that it was just and so that's how oh, that's... you know i think that explains him you know like his influences and shit so that's all the influences in me i mean i liked all of that shit you know all those all that shit yeah. that they're listening to some i was more uh more influenced by than others but i guess originally i came from like metalcore you know pretty yeah. much so i think i was just pretty much like metalcore new metal certain bands and then like the death metal thing was like newer to me i'm with that i'm with that yeah that's funny how, how you described the drummer i feel like you know my one of my like top metalcore bands of all time adam is the bled Ooh, nice. and if you listen and if you listen to past the flask like the drumming he does on that record is not metalcore drumming like at all mm. So yeah. it's like I feel like those are a lot of the bands that stand out. Like, look at fucking Despised Icon. Like that fool. That yeah, he's an insane death metal drummer. But some of the licks and fills he does, you can tell he listens to fucking like Hatebreed and Comeback Kid and like shit along those lines as yeah. well. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of the good death card bands were like that. You know, like you know, Arsonist is a great example. You know, Garen's favorite drummer of all time is the fucking dude from Comeback Kid. You know Ooh, what I nice. mean? And so he like loves those fills and those roles, and that's why like Ooh, yeah. In between the breakdowns, Arsonist always had the most wonky like drum parts <laughs> because he was like, "I know what I'm writing, but I'm also playing what I love." You know yeah. what I mean? So that's that's good. That's fucking that's crazy, man. That's crazy. And you guys, did you guys put out an EP with you on vocals before Depths, like before you got signed, or no? Um, I, I mean, you could call an EP. It was I mean, at the time, it was weird, you know, because what home what the home like scene was getting was not necessarily what everyone else was seeing and getting so mm-hmm. for us locally we it was a the first thing i was on for oceano was a two it was a two song like demo it was literally just oceano demo whatever year 2000 yeah. i don't know fucking what it was shit <laughs> but but um yeah so local scene was had we had dropped released a uh you know a demo and we did like you know a release a, kind of like a release show but i think we did it with some other bands so we all were like dropping shit at the time and so people could buy our demo for like i think it was like two dollars or something like that yeah yeah and then um but everyone else got the the myspace 
oh, songs. Yeah. They got that, that was uh, the first, first, uh, the first, 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 first versions of Samuel the Destroyer and Empathy for Leviathan were. They were like, I guess you could call it like a, you know, like a digital, a digital release at the time before we knew what the fuck that was, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. it wasn't a digital exclusive for everyone else, but it was a, like a limited, limited run, you know, <laughs> yeah, print for local and the local, the locals. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, like I hate the term limited and all that stuff, especially to you back in the MySpace days, like things were just easier. I'm just going to say it like that. They were just easier. It was easier to be a band. It was easier to be a fucking promoter. It was easier to find new music. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Tom, I don't know where you went, you motherfucker, but please come back. You know, like, like imagine if we just had OG MySpace back, Adam, like before it got all convoluted with ads and bullshit. Like they would Facebook, nobody would use it. Yeah. Nobody. Like there'd be no, there'd be zero point. Yeah. It was, I think that if they would at least have like, they, if they would have had the foresight to just see that Facebook was just going to destroy them, they I think if they would have had the foresight to pivot and then become the number one source for discovering music, they would have been uh, they would have been the first to hit the Spotify idea. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They, they were so focused on like the a place. What, what was the logo before we stopped using it? It was like MySpace, a place for friends. I think it was what it was. Was like, it? Is that what fuck? Facebook is? No, no, I, no, that's not not that's not what Facebook is. Like, <laughs> like if you Google like an old MySpace logo, it, it's like the three heads with with headphones. Yeah, on. okay, that's. And what I'm, I'm pretty sure it said a place for friends. All right, I'm all pretty right. sure that's what. It, that's I, what I I'm thinking too. I'm, I thought I've seen that too. But it was like, but everybody went there for music. Like, I mean, I literally would not have been able to be a, a promoter or have any success in the music industry without MySpace. Yeah same like 100 like 100 you know so and there's a ton well, of artists that still say that too uh, oh like yeah bigger bigger artists oh yeah oh yeah did you i mean a I was, lot of go ahead oh i was just gonna did you uh speaking of myspace I, they did kind of do something did you see when like i don't know if he still owns it but justin timberlake owned it or owns it did you did you see that it was like yeah he, he bought ago. into it and they were gonna try to do like a little resurgence and then i just think that the i think the bones are just gone of that yeah. like i think it's so they tried to like make it so modern that people just don't give a shit yeah you know he was he was leaning into the music thing though so he had the right idea yeah. he, he knew he's he, it's just too late too fucking yeah, late way too late way too i mean yeah like the only way if they if they just brought it back the way it was it'd be amazing I don't know. I don't know why it can't be that hard. You know you what think, I mean? You think people would? It would. It would be a, a specific generation, though, of people yeah, but, that would really but, run. But if it had the tools that made it successful, like the ability to like message, you know, because like on on Facebook, it's still like nigh impossible to go to the guest list of an event and send a message just to the people clicking going. You know, you have to go do this like targeted, like more like it's more like through ad targeting and shit. Oh, you know, really? like MySpace had tools like that. The whole song on your profile, the whole like, hey, you come and here's music immediately. You don't have to go click through a player or click through a link. Like the how how easy it was to contact. Like the notifications weren't overbearing. Like everything was done. I mean, like maybe it's because the technology was older, but like in my opinion, everything was just done perfect with that with that with that platform. Would you would you pay for that? Oh hell, a hundred percent. Nice. Yeah, I think hundred percent. 
I don't pay for anything these days. You know that. And I I would 100% pay for that. Yeah. I think that's the way it would have to be is like people would have to buy into it. So there wouldn't be ads. You know, there wouldn't be any of that fucking yeah, Google AdSense type of bullshit going on. It'd just be straight, straight product, straight interaction, straight music. Yeah. Well, that'd be the other problem is whoever was at the top would have to be willing to say no to all that. Because that's the thing is everything just ends up owned by one of the three media empires that's when it it all falls apart the money the money becomes too tempting at certain points and it it all it kind of always does when you when you start thinking about yourself and your family and all that shit as long as it's not like the worst thing in the world you know and that's why tiktok is so big because it's not owned by an american yeah (laughs) i think about it because like if if myspace or wow myspace jesus nuts in my brain adam nuts in my brain you know if like facebook or google or Amazon owned TikTok, it would be changed radically. I feel you. And yeah. and and, uh, and people would be like, "What is this?" I mean, like, dude, like, you know, I go on the Instagram. I'll go on the Instagram just to promote like my other podcast about video games, you know. And like, I'll see ads of like half naked women, like you know, massage sets to pleasure your woman, and like all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm on a podcast uh... Instagram page. Like, how does any of this make like? The ads don't even make sense. It's targeting you because know? you you're you're a married man. It we want it's it's telling you maybe some some early Valentine's Day gifts. Yeah, I guess <laughs> or I mean, Christmas shit, gifts. Dude, I guess like <laughs> it knows know. you. The algorithm it's got it. I know. Cross into you. It it does. It does. <laughs> it does. I actually just deactivated my Facebook yesterday. What? Yeah, I'm like I'm taking a little little breaky break right now. I'm like, yeah, it, for, so for good. I guess you, uh, we'll you see, can never we'll be see. for good. Well, it's it's hard with the work we do. You know that. Yeah, you know same. what I mean. It's like real hard. Like, luckily, I have a great team behind me at Pinup, so I know like the shows will be promoted, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I mean. But it's yeah. just you know I'm taking a, a little. I'm just I'm taking December off. I just need some time to breathe. There's some things in my life that normally bring me joy that don't bring me joy right now, and I realized that this week. And I'm like, well, why is that? Because I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, okay word and i just shrug it off like no i want to know why like i would like a little bit of growth out of this discovery you know what i mean yeah so but but it's all good it's all good well well let's let's talk i want to ask one question and then then we'll 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 move away from oceano all right that's good how did how did like so i remember i found out about your band because you were just like the insane like over the top like brutal vocalist that also happened to be like a scary looking black dude you know like <laughs> I, I feel like that was like what people on the west coast at least were like oh check this out this shit's it he's he's brutal he's insane he looks fucking mad scary like this is so fucking heavy like it's grotesque Da-da-da. you know like people like <laughs> you're people were like freaking out about your lows and stuff like how did you get how did you develop the vocal style you have and like did you do you feel like that had a lot to do with like the push the band received I guess I would not to answer the second question first. I I guess I wouldn't know until I hear things like that. I usually don't uh I I don't really gas myself up until I start hearing what people think. 
you know, oh, like, okay. hopefully it's honest, you know? So like at the time I, I, you know, we're for fresh, we're new more, the more I, the more thing, I, the thing I heard the most, which wasn't that much, you know, but if I really looked around and opened my ears is mostly like the loudest people were the people talking shit. And I'm sure it's because of mul multiple reasons, you know, yeah. but, um, nonetheless, I, I kind of, not where really, I really wasn't focused on that, but that I just used mm -hmm. that shit to fuel me more than the positive yeah. stuff because the positive stuff I felt would just make me like complacent, you know. And I was from just a young age, just challenge yourself. So, <laughs> as far as developing the vocals, that's I think what it really came from with challenge, challenging myself to like in my head, you know, hit comparable ranges to some of my favorite artists or musicians okay. or vocalists so you know i had my favorite bands that were doing like a lot of the, the harsh vocals and stuff so i kind of just went with that as a template for where to start because like if these motherfuckers are good you know i'm not to mimic them but just like if i can kind of hear how they're doing it and start mastering my own techniques around like how they're doing it that's just that's just the best reference that i have yeah. you know there's no one teaching this shit you had melissa cross stuff just coming out right then and i and that was the zen of screaming shit and but it still mm -hmm. showed you a lot of the the dudes at the time it was a lot of dudes at, in it um that were my people i looked up to that were doing vocals so i just went that route and it's like it was mostly from like hanging around and at home when i was like off and then when it went to like college uh i was just in my dorm because i didn't have a roommate and i just i would just i had this huge ass fucking uh like what what is it the eight what is it like the eight remember those the it has like the the eight eight cds or six oh, CDs. Eight, it like spins yeah. the discs for you yeah i had yeah. one of those fuckers huge ones with a subwoofer and shit so i just cranked that shit and i just screamed to to metal and shit and just practice so it was like that's sick for low specifically uh there wasn't a lot that I was listening to because I wasn't heavy into death metal at the time. So like, mm. I just liked lows because they were, they were just so infrequent in metalcore. but you had certain moments where people would kind of hit a little lower than their, yeah. their like yeah. mid range. And I was like, Ooh, this is cool. Like how do we, how can we expand on that? Cause that's sick. And, um, I think it was like, like, uh, I got, I don't know how I got into this shit early, but like, on broken <laughs> on broken wings was a band that i think yeah that, that is very underrated and no one talks about and they need to because i think they're one of those bands that i think like kind of did a, a a vibe of like blending like they were a different type of deathcore though you sh i wouldn't call them deathcore but at moments they could be where they just mm -hmm. blended that at like tough guy you know east coast hardcore which kind of blended to metalcore and then they had like blast beats and parts and shit yeah. you know like, i know you know like that band is crazy and that so like when is, i heard yeah yeah <laughs> when, when like you know like, what is that dude's name john i, I yeah, don't know but, but when he started doing those lows and parts and shit i was mm -hmm. like <clears throat> i was like that's sick and then like there was a couple songs on the old older kill switch stuff with uh jesse kudos to uh, jesse where he was hitting some like kind of cooler low i think one of them sons of man or the sons mm -hmm. of man and he hits these kind of like cool like lows that he never does and i was like those are kind of the songs and the, the yeah the, the bands that i was like were using to kind of just like work on that scoop I, that's how all i can really say that's, it is <laughs> no that's sick I, well i love that and like because that was like i remember the first time i finally saw you guys i was like your lows i was like this is like you know that was in the era of like 
the adjective everyone used was brutal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you were like, I was like, this shit is like dumb heavy. And like, like I, you know me, like I love heavy music, but I'm not a violent person. But I was like, he makes me want to go fucking sock someone in the face. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, I don't say that about very many bands, you know, like, and so, so it was like, like, and then we did that tour together every night. And like, you know, I don't know if you realized this, you were literally the only band I actually watched every night. <laughs> Cause like you, it was just too, you, the, I don't know, man, like, you know, I, I feel weird when I gaslight my own guests, you know, like gas you up, not gaslight, sorry, gas yeah. up, you <laughs> know what I mean? <laughs> I hope you feel weird with that one. Yeah, no, I was like, oh, oh, oh wrong adjective, sorry, <laughs> brain's a little slow today, but uh, yeah, man, like you just, I was like, I'll gas you up all day, man, like I love, I love your vocal style, like, right. and your stage presence, like you got it down, like you are. Like when people tell me like what kind of frontman do you like, I literally always tell them you. Like you, wow, thanks, Vincent, yeah, fucking Corey Taylor, Very fucking, good, yeah. and uh, if I was gonna go with like a new person, like fucking, you know who's got you, we we know who's got it in the bag. Our boy, dude, fucking Darius is like from Spite is like the yeah, perfect frontman. You know he's what the, I mean? He's like, the best, like right out the gate for like a band yes. that's still growing. Oh yeah. That band is going to be on top of the world in the next five years, like for sure. Yeah. So, and especially they just got signed to Rise. I don't know if you know that. I yeah, it was a little bit ago. Now it kind of like yeah. faded faded because of the pandemic, but I did notice that. <laughs> That's stupid pesky pandemic, right? Yeah. But well, well, you know, so so you know, we we've, we've kind of we've been friends for a while, but we reconnected over the last couple of years, really. You know, we did a few Oshana shows. You and I got that rad tour of the fucking IGN office, which was insane. You know, I still come across those pictures on my phone. And I'm like, man, this was a good ass day. Me too. But, uh, but you know, we've reconnected over the last two years because of Twitch. So, like, you know, I, hit me with that. Like, just just let everybody know. Like, what do you? How did you find the Twitch platform, and what do you like about it? I found the Twitch platform through. Uh, the Oceano community of listeners and uh, supporters of the band. It, it was like one of those things where like, it's, it's a little, I'm trying to condense this. <laughs> there's always, so like, you know, I, I, I just, I, I needed a hobby and I picked up the gaming stuff because of that. Cause it was something I was really into as Ooh. a kid. And I, I, you know, I, it was a pivot out of that shit because i wanted to do like sports and you know be more proactive as a kid mm -hmm, and stuff mm -hmm. like that and just you know not just do that so i kind of just moved on from it for uh, quite a bit and so when i needed just something to do i was just doing nothing and that, that's just once again you know love my mom for the shit she's taught me that i didn't believe when i was younger but like she's just <laughs> like you know she she didn't want she just didn't want me sitting and fucking around you know like just like just doing nothing you know so from that you know i just i just one point became quite self-aware in the fact that i was like i'm just i'm just sitting around doing nothing when i'm like off tour like you know whether it's like you know whatever just do something and i was like oh i'm gonna pick up a new hobby you know like i need a new hobby something to break away and that's where yeah, the gaming yeah, yeah. came gaming came from that and grew into collecting it and so at that point um a few people i don't remember who they just you know here and there i'd meet people at shows and stuff where like people would just you know say something to me on the internet it's like check out twitch man check out twitch check out twitch quite a few but not enough to really be like damn what the fuck are they know but just like enough to be like eh, i don't know maybe one day yeah yeah and eventually get to, eventually got to the point where you know i finally did 
see Twitch, you know, without trying to, because my my housemates would start started watching it a lot, and I was just like, oh, and I just started poking and problems. Like a lot of people telling me to check this out, and that's how I started to learn it. You know, like kind of like a curious cat from afar, a curious animal, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. looking at it, you know, sniffing it out, and that's what it was. And I saw Doctor Disrespect, and that was like the the connect of like, oh, this is kind of like pro wrestling. I yes. used to love pro wrestling. I love like being a character and being goofy, goofy and doing skits. I did a ton of that shit, you know, in school with my friends, you know, like it just, it just started to really just mesh where it's like, this is bigger than gaming. I always knew that it's like, it was bigger than game. I don't know how, but this guy knows what the fuck he's doing because he, <laughs> he chose to be a character. It's like, you know, like I, I, I think I talked about it uh, another time before, but like, it's like when you go, when when I was thought to be the coolest thing, if I could like you know like go to a different school, like the, the Rock talked about this in his book and in his that show he he did, where it's like you like he he gave himself a new nickname because he moved, you know, and like he gave him yeah. this, and like it just fucking played that out and played that vibe out, and like that's what I figured Twitch is like. It's a new neighborhood to like start fresh and just like be who like you want to be, whether it's like a character or you're like true genuine self. Mm-hmm. I feel, I always felt like those two sides. Either you're gonna do something that's like a character or like a, a you know expansion on your personality, yeah, yeah, yeah. or be true to yourself. Those are the only two things that I think are like the best approaches to Twitch. And that's when I was like, well, let's try and make them both work, you know. And that's how Fair. I turned into the Black Mario character. <laughs> I love that, which I always thought was immensely entertaining. But we don't need to re- we don't need to go on about that, but. Well, so so what are you up to these days on Twitch? Like, tell everybody real quick, and then then I got some questions for yeah. you. Yeah, uh, on Twitch, so I just did a, a rebrand, which is uh, it's not so much just focus on Twitch. It's kind of it's it's like actually, I think it's one of my biggest plays just for on a personal level for what I see myself doing and what and, and what I see myself being as I get older where it's, it's more like a way to like start fresh and set up a a complete brand for myself and like everything that anyone could like out of me or anything that I want to do, you know, it's all under that umbrella Mm -hmm. generally. So um, I I rebranded basically everything, you know, all my socials, all my, my, you know, content platforms and stuff rebranded to Adam on earth. And that's kind of, what I'm doing is just kind of breaking out of the character side of things and just focusing on the like true genuine self uh, that I discovered over the fucking lockdown. <laughs> hey, preach to that, brother. We were all doing some soul searching. Yeah, if not, dude, if if you didn't discover rediscover yourself over the course of COVID, like you either have a real good job or you you real blind to what's going on around. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's awesome, man. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I've been loving it. You've been doing a lot more music stuff, which I think is, you know, you know, music has touched your your life the same way it's touched mine. So I always yeah. love seeing shit like that. You know, I love seeing everything that like you're doing, Young Gun, you know, Matt Heafy, the Fallujah guys. Like, there's a lot of good guys on, yeah, uh, Twitch. Justin from Zenith just started twitching. I don't know if you saw that. I did it. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's he's in that. He's my favorite goofy motherfucker on the face of the planet. So. Yeah. Well, I'll, say this. <laughs> I'll say this uh if any of them listen to this i've been working on a couple cool ideas that i, I will be reaching out to some of those names in the f- near future 
Ooh, well, I'm excited to see what to see what that is. But uh, but okay. So so before we, I have some questions, I ask every guest. But before we get to that, I gotta ask one thing, just because I know if I don't ask this question, I'm gonna get a bunch of bullshit in the comments. <laughs> literally okay. bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Just spell yeah, it literally, out. Literally, literally, literally. <laughs> so so you know, obviously, like there's been a long. You had a long career with Oceano. You know, you had yeah, super height. You had the depth record. You had the Eric signing. You had the the hiatus. Because of well, you and I know why. We don't need we don't need to rehash that. Mm-hmm. But you know, you had the hiatus. You guys are back. You're on Sumerian. Like what? What's next for Oceano? Like what's you know? You don't got to leak anything here. I'm not looking for the inside scoop. You know, but but what's what's good? Like I'm, I'm sure we have people that are watching this because you're an Oceano. So like, yeah. give them like a little nibble of something. Yeah, I mean, I'll, if I be straightforward as possible, um, there's there's a just a preface. Yeah, the band you know the band is the band has got kicked dude the, it's really like you know what more can i fucking tell these people <laughs> i'm just joking no but like seriously like i don't know maybe i like maybe i'm more in tune to it i feel the energy of the people that support me you know and like yeah, and I, yeah. Like certain degrees whether they're saying it or not i know the vibes i'm not like i'm pretty aware of you know the the fucking scene you know and how it just it, mm-hmm. it moves and morphs so like um fuck we never went, you know we never went away just a just a preface you know like we never went away like I, I in my head because i'm a i'm just a logical person i always yeah. feel that no news is better than bad news right so yeah. like to me in my head it's like i've seen plenty of bands you know that have just kind of stopped for a second like just a second or yeah. two and then you know then they come back with some some fire and so that's how i would see is like wouldn't it be better to like just kind of like let it set for a second you know because there is a solid foundation already there and like let it set yeah. for a second while everyone's life is just fucking fucked you know especially yeah. the, the metal scene obviously you know so to me, it was like, you know, I, I I think there was a lot of misunderstanding to like, mm. like, it's just, no, it's just no news. Where do we go? Yeah. I mean, we just fucking no, stayed at a, home. No, that's what, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Like I got you. Got you. Understood. Like, where, where, where did they break up again? Like, what's going on? It's like, no, everyone. Are you fucking? Yeah. The world's on fire. Where do you think yeah. your favorite band went? The world's on fire. Like, chill yeah. the fuck out. You know what I, I, I think, mean? I think that that you can't. I was because I've thought about it over the the time too that like it is still better that you know people are questioning what's going on than like who oh i forgot about them you know so like to really look at it that way you know it's still like though we couldn't we couldn't and haven't you know toured during any point of you know top of pandemic to Mm -hmm. what the fuck fuck this is we you know i feel like we still there are people that like actually just cared you know and just wanted like a little like hey yeah. but i always i always felt that like looking at me you know should be enough you know like to yeah. to show you um which also i think just gets people for some reason scared because i'm doing a lot of things differently than like yeah any other metal vocalist has so it's just like oh my god is he doing is he leaving this for that this for that this for like no bitch like multitask come on <laughs> all right all right fair answer so there's, there's my preference yeah yeah that's where that's where we've been and, and and just as far as like you know music goes like i'm i'm definitely pushing to get it in motion and we are in motion it's just it's just you know once you like get slowed down like that you know 
it's 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 hard to rev up because everyone's got to go back to like real life you can't like string you know tours together and like mm-hmm. budget budget yourself between you know months and stuff it's like you got to figure something out during the pandemic and so it's it's not as easy yeah. for everybody to just you know as you're when an older band you know you it's like it's harder to just like jump in and out of tour and, and work yeah. or whatever the fuck you're doing so that's kind of where it's at but we have like uh I, I did a song on stream so that's another that's the reason why people should be watching me on twitch on thursdays i do a vocal recording slash production i'm not the best on the production side but as far as uh ranges and pitches and and, and structuring that's what we focus on so yeah. um, I, I wrote a song on uh one of the streams full full song uh vocal pre-pro so that's the reason to check out my Twitch. So um, we are like vibing with that. Uh, Scott's got another song or two coming, which we're structuring some things. So the, the gears are in motion. It's just, you know, we want to get enough music ready because you, you know, you can't fucking be gone for like two years and a whatever quarter, you know, and then be like, all right, hey, we're back. Like, you got to have some shit, you know, so that's where we're at. <laughs> yeah. We, we yeah. got to have some shit ready. So that's where good, we're at. Good. Well, I love I I love the current lineup. I think you and Scott are like a perfect vibe, straight up. <laughs> like, just if I'm just being real with you, like I, I so I'm I'm very excited to hear what's next. You know, like, and I'm sure I know you probably get blown up about this all day, so we don't need to continue this part of the conversation. But I, I'm ready to hear. I know everyone else is too. Yeah, so I'll be excited. Gotta be, it's got to be perfect. We just I need said. to do like a a Kings of Deathcore tour, bro. You know what I mean? Like, Nice City Abyss is getting back together. Okay, nice. You know, oh, I uh, see. I, I don't know who's gonna sing, but we'll get there. You know, but like, let's just do like despised. You know, Acacia Strain, Oceano, like Knights of the Abyss. Like, let's just make it happen. You know, like maybe maybe see if we can resurrect job for the job for cowboy from the grave. Who knows? They're not dead. They never said it. I know they never. Well, yeah, they never said it. But let's let's be real. No, that is being real. I will not accept anything. Okay, until, that's fine. Until they that's say fine. we're done. Don't forget they did that gloom. They did. They did drop gloom. Oh, that's true. You're right. You're right. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. So big job for right, Cowboy. Well, no, <laughs> hey, hey. You know, especially being a West Coast kid, you know, I got nothing but love, dude. Yo, Johnny. It, that's that's my that's my top for like one of the best vocalists. In the, oh, in the genre, all right. I, I can respect that. I See that? Watch that. that motherfucker live. I saw that mother at, at a fucking. I think it was they jumped on a summer slaughter in AZ, I think, and like I just watched that motherfucker from literally the my dick was on the stage, and I just watched him. And I was like, this man is fucking. Was that was that early early JFAC or late JFAC? It was it was the it was like. It, it it didn't make sense for them to be doing it per se. They had just, I think it was right on that gloom time. I can't remember, okay. but we were on Summer Slaughter and they, they just hopped on and and he was tight. Yeah. Okay. It might have not even been that. It might have been New England Metal Fest, even. I don't know what the oh, fuck okay. it was, but it was it was something I know. And that was I've seen him plenty, but never as like a musician fan, you know, like OG and just like he fucking is uh, ridiculous. One of one of my favorite shows that I've ever been to, Adam, and we got we used to have this little place in Santa Cruz called the Four Eighteen Project, and basically, if the band has was big on MySpace, they have played that room, whether it nice. was through me or one of our my other homies who does shows. Listen to this lineup. Are you ready? Yes. Job for a cowboy. It was suicide. Sorry, it was suicide silence. When the EP came out, job for a cowboy. Uh. The fucking taste of blood. Ooh. Right? Right? 
and fucking was it nice? I think it was Nights of the Abyss. No, and and uh, yeah, and and uh, wow, I'm having like a, the hugest brain fart. It was Suicide Silence, JFAC, Taste of Blood. I can't remember who the fourth band was, and I feel really pissed off about this. Oh, it might have been All Shall Parish, actually. I was thinking that. I was thinking. I was like, I think it was All Shall Parish, and then fucking Moria opened the show. Like, just take me back in time and make me Groundhog Day that that show. <laughs> you know, like it'd be fucking perfect, bro. Like, yeah. No, no complaints there. You know. Yeah. If I had like. It was, that was just that was still early deathcore so it's like mm-hmm. you know honestly you just you just had to be there or else you weren't going to be there because there was no way for you to know you know like unless you were just in those scenes how great those bands were unless you were on myspace which you you know like you, yeah. you know, like none of us were at the age probably unless we were really fortunate you just like be like all right I want to go to Cali or like, you know, like Texas from the Midwest, you know, just because there's bands that are popping right now. You had to yeah. hope, hope they were going to tour far enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when they set up that show, I was like, dude, this is insane. Like just, I mean, even just Taste of Blood, Job for a Cowboy and Suicide Silence on the same bill is like, that's like nutty. And any of you listening to this, if you don't know who the Taste of Blood is, just listen to the fucking band. Like I could tell you their accolades <laughs> and like the members and shit. You know, it's like dudes that were in the faceless and animosity and Zenith Passage and like three other phenomenal bands. They had a, they shared a couple of members with Arsonist at one point in time. You know, Chase has been in Scour and and a bunch of other amazing projects since then. That just listen to Taste of Blood. That's all you need to know. Like just just do it. Who's the who's the vocalist in that? What's that was that was Derek? Yeah, Demon Carcass. Hell yeah! On the first couple, the first, so he was on the Faceless Records after Aquademia. Nice. So like, what he you know he did what is it? Zeno, whatever the fuck it is, I can never pronounce that oh, damn record. Oh, I love he did that like album. that. He did like that record, and and I think the record or two after. He's currently singing for Zenith Passage right now. He's oh, he's in Zenith. Book. Yeah. Nice. Yes. yes, Greg. Greg has a family now. I love Greg. Still one of my favorite like local boy singers. But yeah, Derek, I believe, is doing all the Zenith work now. He was on the last single they just they just released. So nice. yeah, so but Derek sang for that band, and that's how he got started. You know, Chase was in that band and the Animosity at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, so she rules, man. She rules. Band was good. Tribunal Records, man. That was the label none of us appreciated. I think. <laughs> Why is that? I just you know. I, they signed so many bands. I think everybody was like, oh, here we go. Tribunal signed another uh, band. You know what yeah. I mean? But then, like, you look back and it's like, like, I never liked Kill Whitney Dead, but that band did a lot for the scene. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? You know, they, they were underground, they underground. Yeah, but they paved the way for like a band like Ice Nine Kills, 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you know but they had all that. Almost every band now that people look back and are like obsessed with, you know, like, probably had something to do with either siege of amadea or tribunal you know what i mean yeah so anyways all right let's get on let's wrap this show i didn't realize how long we've been chatting because no you're sweat. just so lovely to talk to adam no sweat so lovely you're so you're so lovely um all right first question what's your favorite color i have a few okay hit me, uh, hit me with it 
black, red, green, and blue. Okay. I respect. That's the first multiple answer I've ever gotten. That's like all of them. All all the primaries, basically. This is like this is like this is like my forty eighth or forty ninth episode. I don't even yeah. fucking remember. And and that's the first time I've gotten a multiple like that. Really? Sometimes they say one. They say two. Sometimes, but everybody always right away has an answer. Oh, I like I like a lot. Pur- pur- purple purple's the the leader right now. Purple purple's a cool one. And then green is second, and green's my favorite, so it works for me. You know. But uh, all right, all right, all right. Favorite food? Uh, Mexican cuisine. The real shit. Oh, good, good. Uh, Okay, what is... So I know you live in Utah now. What's your favorite food that you can only get on tour? I feel like it's probably the same answer you just gave me. Trash. (laughs) (laughs) You were so quick. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) all right um for real though uh for real for realsies as i like to say tasty trash or not um a good i think a good well done like california burrito or like it's just you you know what burrito i'm talking about like all the what is it betos or whatever what are they called birdos which yeah. one which one is it they're all yeah but you know like the the burrito it's just like it's the longest thing and it's not too girthy it's just right you know like it's just like the yeah. and it's like it's got that that powder on it like what the fuck yeah. is that you know what I'm ah, talking dude, about? who knows who knows dude. <laughs> it's like they they're fresh made tortillas that's what they are that's what the yeah. it's like the lingering Yo. flower Yo, if you ever spend time out here in the little the little beautiful town I live in, for for any reason, Adam, there is a food truck. Okay, here called El Volcan. All right, they do a, they do a California burrito, Adam. This is a fucking food truck. They make <laughs> the fucking tortilla in front of you. Oh, oh no no no, motherfucker! It gets better. They <laughs> they make the tortilla and they grill it up and then they start cooking the meat right. And as you're watching through the window. Once the tortilla is done and they're starting to assemble the the right before they start assembling everything, guess what they do? They fucking peel that motherfucking spud and they put it in the thing and they make the French fries in front of you. Nice. So the French fries and the tortilla are both handmade for your burrito. Nice. Bro. Bro. It's all. Have you ever, it's like have you, have you ever have you ever blacked out from eating food? <laughs> no. This was the only time I ever have. <laughs> I may have had some drinks beforehand ahead of time as well. Yeah. But but uh, Defonce came out and visited us, and and we were he's like I want a good California burrito, and we were in Salinas, and my buddy was like Oh, I know this place. Like it's a truck. Don't worry about it. And we went, and it was just fucking. That's it, bro. That was the last thing I remember from the night is eating that amazing burrito. I already know. I already I I hear his voice in my head at deep ass. <laughs> just oh my god! <laughs> I know that's what he did. Oh, dude, yeah, yes, no, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. All right, all right, all right, all right. I love, that. dude. That's a good answer. We should have had a whole episode just about food. I don't know. Uh, I'm, def- I'm definitely fucking making burritos after this now. 
Oh yeah, I'm 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 I got an appointment here in a little bit, and then after that, I'm probably just gonna go buy one. Yeah, well, but send me a uh, picture okay. or something. Oh, I will. Don't worry, I will. We yeah. should just we should just only text each other burrito pics from now on. Like no no words attached, just like here's the burrito I'm eating today. Yeah, once we once we get like six six to ten in burritos in exchanged. I'm just going to just slide in a dick pic with my dick wrapped in a tortilla. Oh, my God. See if see if you notice. <laughs> I, I'll be like, oh, man, I'm extra hungry today. I wonder, I wonder what happened. I wonder what fucking happened. All right. All right. All right. A couple more questions for you, my friend. All right. All right. I know you are. Are you still not eating meat? Yes. Okay. So if you can't answer this one, it's fine. Unless it's you. Oh, damn. Uh, <laughs> what a fucker. In and out or Whataburger? I still very much know know the vibes and flavor. Uh, mm. In and out or Whataburger? I've had them plenty of times. Oh uh, yes. I'm more of a I'm more of a guy of like I'm I'm more like it's not just about you know I think they're both good burgers you know like if you're talking okay. about a, a burger. They're both good. So I like I'm also looking at menu, you know, like the the culture behind it and all that shit. And I think I like in and out more because a it's like they do wackier shit. And I'm always I'm more into that, you know, like secret mm-hmm. menu shit and like, you know, like and just like these weird like what the fuck that animal style like that's like yeah. uh, that's a unique thing, you know, like that's something that like you would aspire to have in a jar, you know, like it's super, super just yeah. like well, like branded like culture within it, like for like everyone to become, you know, like it's like secret codes or secret Easter eggs. Yeah, they have a lot of that kind of vibe to it. And that's what I like. I'm I'm with that. I'm with that. Do, do you know what the Flying Dutchman is there? It's it's the burger with no buns. <laughs> and they call it the Flying Dutchman. I have no idea. Like, literally, they just put the patties on the wax paper for you. <laughs> nice. Like, what's the point of that, though? But but you know what? It exists. It's wonky. You know, the Neo, you, nobody knows you can get a Neapolitan. Wow, I cannot talk today. Neapolitan milkshake there. Like it's not on the is, menu. Would they mix? They, it's strawberry, vanilla, and chocolate all. And they just mix together. them together for you. Uh huh. But it's not. On I the didn't menu. know that one. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just like you like it's just like it's almost in a sense like like using some in a sense like common sense like you know you know like where it's like oh it's like in sparking your creativity because you you don't you might not know the name or the code yeah. name for it but like if you're like. Can I just get all those flavors, you know, mixed together for the shake? I'm like, yeah, why the fuck not? Here you go. You know, but it's like, there's a code for it. That's, that's what's Mm -hmm. cool. And they're not Mm -hmm. sharing it. It's just like, either you're just going to think about it or you know it. I mean, my favorite thing about In-N-Out is still when you go to someone who's like a casual, let's call them a casual In-N-Outer. Yeah. And you're like, yo, can I get a four by four? And they're like, what, What, what's that? (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, it's fucking four pieces of meat and four pieces of cheese, motherfucker. Like, what do you think it is? Like, So, hey. okay, okay, okay. This is a question I always ask the touring boys, all right, or, or girls, I should say. I shouldn't, I shouldn't, you know, I have had one, I have had Kaylee on the show, so I, I gotta right. get some some more ladies, but that's that's not the point. Ladies' night, uh, sheets or Wawa? This is a good one. 
I didn't get as enthusiastic about those places as most, but I still can appreciate them Mm. when you're in that when you're in that area late night. Uh, sheets are wow, wow, dude. They're both. I think they're both pretty solid. There's that's a tough bout. I'm gonna say sheets though because sheets consistently on multiple other uh, multiple occasions has given us like free shit and or i've had the most like i don't know like i felt safer in sheets across okay the regions not to say it's a you know whatever i'm just yeah just, the sheets had a always a better vibe to me like whether Correct. it's day or night in everyone i've gone into even if the you know the area was kind of like you know sketch Wawa can sometimes get a. I felt like Wawa's standard kind of sometimes got closer to like a 7 Eleven sometimes. Mm-hmm. I feel I feel the same way. <laughs> Do you really? Oh, I'm feel, uh, yeah, I'm I'm team sheets like all the way. That four <laughs> cheese mac and cheese, I would stab someone for you know what I mean? <laughs> like the little robot kiosks. I know everybody hates that. Yes, shit. I think it's, I think it's no. fucking and you can be so customizable, it's so easy. Yeah. Like, and I've had that shit for like a decade, and everyone's like freaking out that McDonald's is getting kiosks True. and you can't customize anything. And I'm like, well, it's definitely possible because Sheets has been doing it. I, I don't know. I'm just gonna say since the dawn of time. You yeah, know? they're so, ahead of they're ahead of the game. They're yeah, maybe that's another thing. Like I, I can appreciate the tech advancements. They're really they've like always been kind of ahead of the game, and they're they were almost they were primed already for like pandemic. Just keep those fucking yeah. screens clean. They are already like, yep. don't even fucking talk to me. Like, I'm just cooking the food, you know? <laughs> Everything. I would always just, like when like band dudes would come through, it's like, leave them alone, dude. They're in the zone and they're going to make that yeah. shit good because they don't they, have to fuck did. with anything. Yeah. They did. So, I, so I always tell this story. I'm sure the people that watch the show consistently are tired of hearing me talk about Santa Fe Grill. Does that name ring a bell to you? Sounds familiar. Okay. So in New Mexico, there's the 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 big gas station chain is called Pit Quick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Inside these these every Pit Quick, there's something called Santa Fe Grill. It's literally like I don't even think it's a 10 by 10 box, but it's just like a fridge, two sets of shelves, and, and a grill, and then like a little window. You walk in the gas station to order a burrito that's made for you in the gas station. Now 95% of the people I tell about this, they're like, dude, a gas station burrito, like, go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? <laughs> but they they have like, I think it's like over 60 flavor combos, Adam. And they just two spatulas, that's it. That's it. And they just grill everything right in front of you. And it's like, I I will, I will stand that place till the day I die, dude. Like they make a burrito called the Medicine Man with like homemade green chili queso in it. That they make there, like on the premise. I, there's not very many things I, I I would not trade for that one of those burritos. That's all I have to say. Yeah, those guys. I've only I haven't seen been to that one. I don't think, but like just I've camp come you know like come across a few of those. Like they're not really uh, gas station chains that have mm-hmm. that have those sh- like that serve you the breakfast that they say oh no so, you know like yeah <clears throat> like fucking cooked. It's like they're they got a family business inside the gas station, and yes. they're just those places are the ridiculous. They're they're <laughs> usually honestly the best. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like look at Waffle House. Like everybody clowns on Waffle House, but that's the best goddamn breakfast you're gonna get on tour. Yeah, 
it's yeah if you're looking for like the closest to a home cooked thing yeah like, like if you want home cooked and it's not expensive like if you don't go to waffle house what the fuck are you doing you're living your life yeah. i feel you know like though I mean? like the the vibes though at certain ones it's it's kind of like like waffle house is sick i love it but um at times depending on which ones you go to and i lived in georgia for quite a bit too as a kid it's like i ate there so much and it's like uh some of them feel like Walmart Denny's. Yeah. And Denny's, but Denny's at the same time, depending on where you go, can get a little, get a little, but there's, there's no, there's no, that's, I guess that's the thing. There's no target, you know, like, mm-hmm. or like, or like fucking, what is it? Whole foods to like, you know, that type of travel no. cooking shit. You gotta like, you're taking a gamble every one you walk into, but yeah, true. It's worth it if you just are street smart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. All right. Two questions left for you, my man. Two. Just two. Yeah. The first one is if you had to choose like an up and coming or like a new or like a younger band, like like who are you listening to right now? Like who do you think anybody that watches this should check out? Whoa. And it could be more than one. It could be more than one band if you want or group or it could be a singer songwriter. I don't give a shit. Yeah, if we're, if we're going cross genre, um, what is? I'm actually gonna find it real quick. I'm literally looking. No, yeah, you're good. You take your time. It's a number. That's the thing. I'm not. I'm not like. It's so ridiculous to like remember all these fucking like a number as a name. It's <laughs> Yo, like weird. yeah. It's like weird. Yeah. Damn, it might be hard. It's it's like seven. It's I hate it. I hate it so much that he, he they did a fucking number combination. It's so stupid. <laughs> uh, dude, I don't know. So I guess moving past that one, um, it's just really rough. I haven't been listening to a lot of like like heavy, heavy stuff. It's it's been kind of like a lot of like R and B rap and trap soul type of stuff mm, okay and then okay. and then and then other other genres like like uh like fucking like really chill reggaeton um and stuff like that um oh yeah i know one i know one this this artist i've been listening to uh Thames. yeah Thames is pretty tight as far as okay. like an artist overall nigerian singer uh really sick um it's really really chill vibe um as far as like heavy heavier stuff it it comes at me so quick you know and um i think there's this one band that um our our mod on twitch showed me what's his name oh shout him out where is it uh their name i suck at the, like <laughs> these these names and shit damn it it's so ridiculous okay so there's there's bands that i'm working with we'll go out there i'd suck at like ruining names when i like not a big it's like super locked in on them yet yeah. but um uh oh yeah so there's a bit ba- there's certain like like lesser known bands that i'm just kind of working with because i think they're sick or we've done some cool things on twitch to link up and stuff so actually um i'm doing this i did this song with this band called serling and um they're pretty sick because they're like influences like uh old like old math core like you know like okay. ion dissonance tony danza tap dance extravaganza like that kind of vibe so shout, I get out, shout out to the boy shout out to the boy josh travis oh yeah of course the, the baby girl yeah i like that band is like stuff like that i've honestly just been getting into like like uh just stuff 
bands that deserve a listen you know like just really okay. like like that you would never expect maybe me to even be like yo i want to work together you know or like you know like stuff like that like just bands that like are at a point where like i was at at one point you know where it's like it's it's, it's harder even now you know just like get the attention of somebody you know it's like mm-hmm. so it's like cool mm-hmm. to have people that have been around fuck with you at least check you out so that's kind of where i've been yeah. at mostly like when people show me metal stuff on stream I'm usually hoping they're going to show me their their personal music or projects or something that's like on the up and up. So that's usually uh what what I've been doing. Okay, another band, really sick. It's not metal though. Uh the night the nightlife. They're from Philly. I've been watching them for a, for a minute. Ooh, that's, okay. Yeah. If they ever listen to this, I really want to collab with them at some point. Um it's so it's so sick. That's sick. Nightlife? Yeah, I'll it is. Nightlife. Out. It's just nightlife. Yeah. They're really I'll cool. If you out. like um what's that? If you like um bad rabbits. Oh, okay. Like, they have that kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Not not bad bunny, bad rabbits the the band. <laughs> yeah, those are those are a couple few that that shows my like guess my range. It's just like a little tinge of heavy lately, but just discovering new artists and new music as much as I can. Yeah. Um and then, uh, well, one last thing. Yeah. This is the tough question, okay? Doubt it. Is it so, tough for you to ask or tough for me no, to answer? No, no, no. <laughs> Probably tough for you to answer. All right. That well, one's better. I mean, actually, this might be easy for you because I do know you pretty well. So, um, basically, I have guests on this show. Like we don't, I try not to do the typical questions. I feel like we ended up doing some of the typical shit with you, but that's fine. It's all, it's all good. I know the listeners are going to like it. Um, you know, part of the reason I started to do this show is so people could get to know me better because it's oh, not yeah. just like, oh, Joel from Penup or, you know, the facade they see on the internet or whatever the shit, you know what yeah. I mean? So like, what is something about you? It can be a hobby, a characteristic or a personality trait. What is something about you that you wish more people knew about you? Like, you know, like there's there's something, maybe maybe something you do for you, or something that is is special to you that you don't always talk about on your on your streams, or isn't common knowledge about you. You know, like something that really resonates with you internally that you don't necessarily express externally. I mean. I'm pretty, I'm pretty open at this point. You know, I, I haven't really, uh, hit any side of myself since i like started pushing harder and like Twitch, YouTube and all that. And especially now with my rebrand, it's, I'm pretty, if you care to know about me or like what I'm into, I, sh- I'm, I show it, you know, in a lot of the things I do. So I guess okay. like, I guess the, 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 the only thing I could say that's connected to that if that if some of those things weren't shown that i'm already showing is i guess it's just my desire to not be only known as a as a metal vocalist uh i very much connect with artists like prince uh freddie mercury and you know in in others that kind of just broke broke the the boundaries of genres and and truly define themselves as musicians you know hands down heavyweight champs in the vocal realm you know and just like true creatives because they weren't so focused on staying in one lane 
as an artist. They were more focused on showing all of their influences as a whole and in focusing on certain projects to do that however they see fit. So I think the only thing that I guess people don't know about me is that I'm not just a metal vocalist, um, though that's what I'm best known for and have the most yeah. experience in is uh, just the fact that in, in hopefully coming you know months to years, uh, I will have established myself as something more of a multi-genre musician that has more of a, a fluid movement between genres and projects. Um, and I really just want to be known as a, a quality creative person or a quality musician or a quality vocalist that can okay. adapt adapt and grow and collaborate with multiple different styles and different artists because uh that's my only quest that i ever set out to do when i picked up a mic was just to uh contribute to all of the, the creative spaces that i that i've been uh immersed in oh i love i love that i love that that Dang. is like <laughs> a more in-depth answer than i expected to get which makes me even happier that's all i got unfortunately <laughs> no deep. you're good bro i love it dude i love it. Uh, all right adam thank you for being on the show i appreciate it everybody there's probably a lot of new people watching because of adam thank you for checking out the show uh i'm joel cupcake if you have not figured that out yet uh i don't know what to you're tell a you. dumbass what do you say <laughs> <laughs> it's right uh, adam, there adam how can everybody find you on social media if they're, if they're interested in giving you the follow if they don't already uh, you can just search Adam on Earth, and uh, that should give you me on every platform, Twitch, uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, no Pornhub. No? no. Oh, well, why the fuck did I have you on the show? I think we're not supporting Pornhub anymore. I can't remember which one it is. Oh, wait, but... no, you know what? I think, I think you're right, actually. Not a... Yeah, so I'm, ar I'm already boycotting it. I'm not on there. But don't look any other places. All right. Because you might not be happy what you find. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody, this has been another <laughs> wonderful episode uh, of Joel Cupcake Live with Adam Warren, the man himself. He's here. There he is. Thanks for tuning in. Adam, thank you so much for being here. I, 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 I can't tell you how much I appreciate you. It was a blast. Thank you. All right. I'll talk to you guys all later. See you next episode. Don't forget to follow the show on social media. It's at Joel Cupcake Live. Pretty, pretty easy to remember that, right? 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 All right.